Hi, I'm Annabelle and welcome to our podcast, American Principles. Today we will be talking about the American principle of minority rights. This is the right granted to minorities to act as a safeguard of their interests and help prevent discrimination against them by the majority. Minority rights can be confused with minority rule. This, an example of this would be the Senate. As stated in Article 1, Section 3 of the U.S. Constitution, in the Senate, each state is represented by two senators. Their representation isn't proportional to the state's population, meaning the people in smaller states have more power and control over the decisions that are presented in the Senate than the more populous states do. Does the system protect minority rights or does it go too far and allow minority rule? Should this be a blueprint for democracy? Many people believe that Article 1 gives equal representation to all states and should be a blueprint for democracy. Since technically smaller states are a minority, this doesn't mean they should have more power to make decisions than bigger states that represent more people. For example, it takes two-thirds of the Senate to impeach a president. So 51 senators vote to impeach the president. The president wouldn't be impeached. This is minority rule because the majority of senators were overruled by the minority. Now, Samantha will be talking about gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is a way to manipulate the boundaries of a district to favor one party so certain groups can't form a majority when voting. This gives an unequal chance for each of the parties to win. When that happens, people get misrepresented similar to the disproportionate representation system in the Senate that Annabelle mentioned. Given that the federal government has little control in regulating voting, the minority is protected to a certain point so a majority rule doesn't happen. The minority voting rights are protected by the 15th Amendment from having their vote to be not de- denied by any state based on, the, based on race, color, or previous condition of servitude. However, after the Shelby versus Holder decision, more subtle ways of voting discrimination have been used in states, like closing polling locations or making the sites very inconvenient, and this endangers minorities' rights. It may seem like the federal government is not doing enough to protect the minorities, but under the Commerce Clause, where national laws override state laws, in the case Katzenbach versus McClung, it protects and fosters interstate commerce by regulating the behaviors of restaurants. This was, to ex- this was to expand the federal power so there would be no discriminations at restaurants since that violates the rights of living in the country. The minority rights are protected here where under the Civil Rights Act, it outlaws discrimination on employment and segregation. This is required by the Constitution rather than just a common practice that has developed in, in American history. And now, Zinyi will be talking about how minority rights can be seen in the Executive Branch and the Voting Rights Act. In the Executive Branch, the President has the power to create something called Executive Orders. As explained in the TEDx video, how do executive orders work? An executive order has the same weight as a law, just without the lengthy process to create one. Congress isn't allowed to interfere with the creation of this, unless it gets overridden by a two-thirds vote. Though it usually isn't as simple as that, as even this may take many months. While something like this 
can seem too powerful and can harm the people, there have been several instances where an executive order has been used to help out minorities, most notably by President Truman and Johnson. Of course, there have been presidents who have used this in a way that broke the principle. President Franklin D. Roosevelt's infamous executive order 9066 targeted Japanese Americans and ripped them from their homes and into military zones. In addition, the president has another powerful tool, pardon power. Using this, presidents can lighten someone's sentence. sentence. This power is usually used by presidents for personal reasons, getting someone you know out or someone who could benefit them or to fix past mistakes made by previous presidents. President Barack Obama used this to lessen the sentences of people who had been affected by the war on drugs. Moving on, I will now be talking about some acts that aim to help out the minority. The the Voting Rights Act is one of the acts that helped out minorities. Before this, there have been many instances of African Americans who had not been allowed to vote because of interference from people like the Ku Klux Klan and other similar groups. Tactics such such as the literacy tests were used to selectively pick out the people they did not want to vote. But in 1965, Lyndon Johnson passed the Voting Rights Act, stopping states from using such underhanded tactics though some continue to do so after the Voting Rights Act was passed, but, as Samantha stated before, in a more subtle way. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. This was our podcast, American Principles.